This is Brain Diet, a life coaching podcast, episode number 94. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Brain Diet. Welcome to this episode. We are talking about health and commitment to health and how to create that for yourself. We are in the middle of December. It's the holiday season. And so maybe health goals are or are not at the forefront of your mind. But I wanted to plant this seed so that whether you decide at the beginning of the year to set a physical goal or whether you decide to now or whether you decide to in six months, I wanted this information to be here for you to have and to reference if this is something that you want to do if you want to commit to your health. In order to do this, we have to first ask why we want to commit. Do you have a really clear reason for committing to your health that you like? If your reason for wanting to commit to your health is because you think you should, or because you think you have to, or because you think you will be better if you look differently, that is a lie. All of that's a lie. And it feels really pressuring to think that way. You don't actually have to commit to your health if you don't want to. Did you know this? Committing to your health is only something to do if you want to. If you don't want to, don't do it. Wanting to do something makes it so much easier than feeling like you have to. So be clear, why do I want to commit to my health? The brain really thrives with specificity here. And so that's why it's such an important question to ask. And I'll give you an example of specificity. We are redesigning our living room. We're doing more or less a complete overhaul. And when I think about it in just those basic terms, we're redesigning the living room. I have to redecorate everything. I get really overwhelmed and I don't want to do it And because I'm terrible with decorating. And I just am like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. And it's going to cost too much money and yada, yada, yada. Right? That's kind of what my brain does. Versus when I have the idea, it's like, okay, I know we are working towards redecorating. What I want to do now is I know that I want to get rid of our current couch pillows and I want to replace them with like seven to nine brand new pillows. I want them in a certain color palette and I know basically sizes and shapes in my head of what I would like. So when I get really specific with myself in this way, it moves me right into action. I'm able to like get right into the car, go to Target and get the pillows, right? And that specificity makes it so much easier for my brain because I know, oh, it's actually not redesigning a whole living room all at once. It's just getting a couple new pillows and donating some old pillows that just aren't our style anymore. Another example of really specific reasons for committing to something or reasons that are specific enough to drive you to take action rather is in terms of committing to my health, One of the reasons that I want to is so that my numbers at the gym can go up. I want to get a 300-pound deadlift and a 200-pound back squat, and I would love to get a 200-pound front squat, but I feel like that's quite a ways away. So right now we're shooting for like 185 or 190. Anyway, those are the numbers that I want to get. I want to be able to lift that much weight. And that's really specific. Those numbers are very specific for me. And so when I think about that specific reason when I am considering how I want to commit to my health, it makes it really easy for me to make decisions. When I have that specificity, that means that I can turn off the TV at night and I can go to bed when I might wanna keep watching because I know that in order to get my goal, I need to have a good night's sleep. And so even though I want to watch more TV for whatever reason or I want to do more things and stay up later, 
I know that I want more to achieve these goals. The reason why I want to achieve these goals to get to those numbers is because I want to be stronger and I want to take care of myself and I want to see what I'm capable of. And so that makes it so much easier for me to make decisions when I'm being so specific and honest with myself and have reasons for committing to these decisions that I like. So then what that means is we have to ask what commitment means to us. Like, what does committing to your health mean to you? Because it's going to look so different based on every person. It's such a personal decision what committing to your health looks like. For me, being committed is being kind to my body. My health and committing to it means being endlessly kind to my body. It's doing the hard thing when I might want to do the easy thing. Like sometimes the hard thing for me is to eat, meaning I know that I need to fuel myself in a certain way to achieve those goals that I have. And I know that I need to give my body every chance to repair and restore and have all of the fuel that it needs. Right. And so sometimes it's just easier for me to like not eat. The easy thing is just to go about the day and do the things and and not focus on specifically what I'm eating. And that can be hard to sit down and be like, okay, no, I have to eat. So that's being kind to myself because I know that that's what's best for my body. And sometimes the hard thing is the opposite. Sometimes the hard thing is to not eat. Sometimes when I'm feeling really big emotions and my brain wants to numb all of that with food. And so the kind thing is to feel my feelings. The kind thing isn't to ignore myself and to numb myself and to dampen that messaging system within myself. That's what being committed to my health means. It's being kind to my body and feeling my feelings and doing the things that I know are in the long-term most benefit, right? That was kind of a weird way of saying it. Now, being kind to my body doesn't necessarily mean never eating sugar either. It means that if I do eat sugar, because that's such a topic in the health world, like, oh, this is fattening. Oh, this is not good for you, right? But I, I think that those are all just labels that aren't very helpful in terms of approaching our health. So again, if I'm going to eat sugar or something like that, then I'm going to be really deliberate and thoughtful about it. And I'm not going to eat it as a way to avoid what I'm feeling, right? I think that to me is what it means to be committed to my health, to be kind to my body in that way. Now, health is different than weight loss, okay? Weight loss is sometimes a strategic byproduct of a health commitment, especially if we're coming at it from a place of being kind to our body and feeling our feelings. Oftentimes that can just secondarily lead to weight loss. But of course, health does not automatically equate to weight loss. We have that idea in our brain sometimes, and it's a lie. Health is how you function at your best. Health is how your body feels its best and functions in the most optimal way. Okay? So sometimes for some people, weight loss would lead to a body functioning at its best. However, I think we get ourselves into gray waters because we are told very often that if you're trying to be healthy, then you're trying to lose weight. So that is not true, everybody. In case you're wondering, health does not mean weight loss automatically. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about how to commit to health. How do you do it? The number one thing that I want to share with you, the number one thing to commit to your health is to commit to taking action. Health is improved by taking action and not by doing nothing. Brains sometimes resist taking action. It's essentially safer to just retreat and do nothing. This is what our brain thinks. And when we do nothing, we don't get healthier. So committing to action requires us to override that innate desire within us to do nothing. 
If we commit to continually taking action, we are giving our bodies chances to improve in its health. So again, we have to be specific, just like what I was saying earlier. What action are you committing to? What action in the long term are you committing to? What action is sustainable? So if you were to say long term, something that I could do for the rest of my life is I want to be someone that goes to the gym four to five times a week or exercises a certain number of days per week or something that's really specific that it's like, no, I want to start doing that now. And I believe that's something that I can do forever. When you can be specific with that, then your brain has less room for argument because it's like, oh, if I've only gone three days this week and I'm I'm committing to four to five days, then that means specifically I need to go one more day. (laughs) That's kind of the long term, specifically, what are you committing to? Now, in the moment, the short term, I think that this is even more important because it's so like right there at the forefront of your awareness. In the moment when maybe you want to do nothing, what action do you want to commit to? So it could be right now I am committing to planning my food instead of not. Right now, I am committing to eating the next meal exactly as I planned it instead of going out and buying something else. Right now, I'm committing to put my gym shoes on. Right now, I am committing to making food at home right here as I planned it. Right now, I am committing to naming my feelings and feeling them instead of eating them. When you are in the moment and you consciously, specifically commit to a specific action to take, Those are all of the actions that accumulate into the culmination of whatever your health is or is not. But if you look at all of those actions, planning, eating, you know, being so conscious in what you're committing to, your brain doesn't want to do any of this. So when you can allow for this, allow for your brain to not want to do it and still do it anyway, you are taking steps in the direction of bettering your health. The second you stop taking action, you eliminate the possibility of the results that you want. Sometimes in our life, we're able to see the long term and we're able to take big action and commit to big things and have that more forward thinking mindset. And other times we are so right in the moment and aren't sure of our ability to do the next thing. And so it is just baby stepping and focusing on the very next micro step that is still keeping you in a place of action. So if you leave this episode with nothing else today, that's what I want you to take, is that continually taking action will always keep you moving forward. Second thing, second thing for how to be committed to your health is commit to pay attention to your mind and subsequently to clean it up if you find stuff you don't like. It's like if I put olive oil into the gas tank of my car and then tried to turn it on and it wouldn't turn on. And so I would just keep pressing buttons and pushing on things. And maybe I would even get out and try to push the car. I mean, even if I push the car physically, I might be able to move a couple of inches, but I will never create a sustainable forward movement. You have to fuel the action that you're taking appropriately with the way you are thinking. And if there are actions that you want to take and yet you keep not taking them, you have to check in with what it is that you're thinking. Because you taking actions and then are you attempting to take actions and then continually not taking them is an indication that we've got the wrong fuel in your mind. And sometimes that can look like this is too hard. I can't do it. It's not worth it. This one thing isn't going to change anything. All of those thoughts aren't going to lead you to be able to take action continually. Someone that is committed to their health 
Even if they have these thoughts, they likely do not dwell on them. Even if the thoughts come up for them, they're like, no, those aren't relevant thoughts. They're usually redirecting or just by default thinking something totally different like, I can do this one thing right now. Me in the future will be so glad I did this. This is important to me no matter how small, right? When you are thinking on purpose and paying attention to what you are thinking, then you can clean up all of the fuel in your brain that isn't fueling the results that you want. And this is accomplished by doing thought downloads, by taking a pen to paper and uncensoring yourself, being like, okay, what, what am I thinking right now? What, what's going through my mind that seems to lead to me not achieving the results that I want in my health? What am I thinking about these big actions or little actions? In doing this, you get to know your brain very well, meaning that you can clean out all of the unstrategic fuel and replace it with the strategic fuel, right? olive oil, gasoline, whatever it is, if you can clean up what's in there and put in the right stuff, it makes taking the action so much easier. So commit to paying attention to your mind. And if there are thoughts that you don't like, I mean, having a coach is really helpful in deconstructing all of this, but you need to clean that up because all it does is weigh you down when you have terrible thoughts. The third thing that will help you commit to your health is commit to failing and then have a plan for when you fail. A lot of times with goals and especially with health commitments, people go in with the anticipation of perfection. It's an all or nothing mentality. And you cannot have that mentality when it comes to your health. So if we anticipate failure, we are immediately empowered. Because otherwise, if we fail or we don't follow through with something, our brain can use that as evidence that we're not meant to continue. Like, oh, I'm just not a person that can do this thing. I thought I was. I tried, but I can't. It will use it as evidence against you. So you have to go into any type of health journey with eyes wide open, meaning I knew I would fall down. I knew I would misstep. I knew this would go wrong. Now what? When you are anticipating a failure instead of anticipating perfection, it helps the brain be less startled and discombobulated when things go wrong because things will. You will mess up. Did you know this? And that does not mean that anything has gone wrong. But when you can anticipate it, the brain's like, oh, I'm onto this. I knew this was going to happen. So commit to failing and be specific with what you think might happen. What obstacles do you think you will face that might lead you to fail? Having as much anticipatory information is so helpful in the moment when it happens. So then when we can know that failure is absolutely going to happen, what do you want your plan to be? To come back from any type of failure, I usually focus on those micro steps that I was mentioning earlier, those micro habits. It's like, okay, I did not eat last night what I wanted to. It was not in alignment with my goals. So today, I am just really going to focus on drinking my water. I'm going to make sure that I hydrate myself and do really well for my body now to process what I ate last night that maybe isn't in agreement with me. I am going to focus on going to bed on time. I'm going to focus on walking today. I'm going to focus on just eating the next meal as I planned it. When I anticipate my failure and then I'm able to reset with just a few micro habits like this, it makes it so much less derailing. Instead of just a massive crash, it's just a little bit of a deviation and then I'm right back doing what I want to be doing. I also will look at my mind and see where I might need some cleanup and TLC. Like if I fail, it means something was going on in my mind. So what was happening in my head that I need to pay attention to so that next time I can be a little bit more onto myself. The next thing required to commit to your health is committing to reminding yourself. 
Because so many health behaviors go against our brain's primal desires, meaning it wants to be on the couch over exercising or it wants to eat the cookies over eating the veggies, we are more or less constantly working against our brain. Now, I will say that if you do enough work, this doesn't feel like you're working against your brain anymore. You can really come from a place of, no, I actually do want to do the hard thing right now. But it takes a lot of commitment and doing it 100 times and failing 1,000 times. So it doesn't require willpower in order to accomplish this. We don't have to work against ourselves using willpower and to resist ourselves. It requires understanding what's going on for us, and it requires thought work. It requires paying attention to what you're thinking. When you can look at your brain that maybe doesn't want to do something and say, I know exactly where my brain is coming from. I know why it's doing this. It's okay that it's doing this. And I want to think certain thoughts on purpose that lead me to taking action that's in alignment with the results that I want. For example, when I am making dinner, every once in a while, my brain will just be like, let's just go eat out. It's too hard to make dinner. Let's just do the easy thing. Let's just go eat out. Let's go get a burger. Side note, I do eat burgers. I do eat all sorts of things. It's just very thoughtful and planned. So I know that in the moment when I plan something different and my brain throws this at me, I'm like, okay, there must be some feelings I need to feel. There must be some thoughts in here that I need to pay attention to. How can I, again, be very kind to my body? So in the moment of making dinner, when my brain wants to not do it and do something else, I know that it's not the right answer for me to go and get a burger or something like that. And so I choose to remind myself consciously because I have specifically outlined what's important to me. I want to sleep well tonight I want to do well at my lifts tomorrow, and I want to have sustainable energy tomorrow afternoon, all while I'm seeing clients and doing the things that I need to do. And when I think that way, it makes it so much easier for me to get right back into, nope, I'm just going to make dinner. I know it's hard, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's because I am reminding myself constantly of my goals and why I've committed to my goals. Our brain always wants to default back to what's just in the moment, what's easiest, So a commitment to health, I kind of like to think about as those camping flashlights. Have you seen those that have like a crank on them? And so you can create light by using your own energy to crank the energy into the light. Oh my gosh, I sound so awful. But you you know what I'm talking about, those flashlight things? And they don't require batteries or whatever. This is kind of what health is like. Because it requires us to continually put energy into it. And the second we stop taking action, just like in the earlier tip, then it starts to lessen in its energy and lessen in its power and in its force. And so we have to be very strategic with the way we advertise to ourselves what it is that we want to do and why. So being really deliberate in how you remind yourself and advertise to yourself can help you stay committed to yourself and your goals. For me, I surround myself with really strong women right? Whether it's physically or online, I love to be inspired by other women and the things that they can do both physically and in businesses. And, you know, I just am so amazed by women. And so I surround myself by that to remind myself, this is why I've committed to doing certain things. I also write down what I want and I look at it every single day. Our goals for this year, 2021, are still hanging in our kitchen and I look at them every single day. I walk past them 20 times in a day and I will look at it and think about it and put myself into the space of, oh yes, this is what I want, remember? And then I also have a handful of thoughts that I always revisit to get me back into a more strategic emotional place. I have a list in my phone of a bunch of thoughts that I just love and sometimes I forget about. And so when I'm feeling like I'm just off, I will go and read through that list and kind of drop into the truth of them and it really helps me reset. 
when I can get into a space of the right thoughts and emotions, it makes everything else easier. The last thing that you can do to commit to your health is commit to committing. Now, what that means is that we aren't relying on motivation. Motivation makes it really easy to do things. When we are feeling motivated, it makes it really easy to do things. Motivation does not last, my friends. And so when you can commit to the committing in that moment when you're not feeling motivated and you can decide, okay, once that motivation dissipates, what am I able to feel? If I'm not able to feel motivated, what can I channel? And for me, it is the feeling of commitment. I can channel that when I'm not feeling motivated. I can also channel the feeling of willingness. I am willing to do this. I might not be motivated at all, but I am totally willing to do this. Willingness takes ownership over your control of yourself. When you are saying something like, I'm willing to do this, it's a totally different vibe from I have to do this or I need to do this, right? So it's so important to kind of have those emotions in your back pocket of what will I be able to channel when I'm not feeling motivated? What emotions will I be able to grasp that will be easily available to me? So those are ways that you can commit to your health. Now, perhaps you have tried to commit to your health over and over again, whatever that means for you. And perhaps you just keep quitting. You keep quitting the action. You lose motivation and have no interest and you just can't seem to keep up with it. Maybe you'll take what I've offered you today and you will start to apply it and you still might not be able to commit in the way that you want to your health. So here is something that I want to offer you. There might be a part of you that really wants to commit to your health. I really believe that that part is real and there for you. But there might be a larger part of you that doesn't care to commit to your health. And that is generally proven by the evidence of what we keep doing or not doing, right? If we're not doing something, it's because there's a part of us that doesn't want to do the thing. So we essentially will have these conflicting desires, like I want to commit to my health and I also don't care to commit to my health. And when we have these conflicting desires, whatever is stronger wins out. There are moments where it's like, I want to eat the cookie, but I want to achieve my physical goals. And sometimes we choose one and sometimes we choose the other. It's just based on what is most powerful for us in the moment. So if you are not wanting to, and that keeps winning out, I recommend owning that. Own that maybe you aren't committed and that's okay. Let yourself feel not committed and don't make it into a problem if you aren't. Now, you might want to argue with me that if you just let yourself not be committed, then you'll go off the rails and everything will just go terribly for you and your health. But if what you're currently doing isn't working, if you trying to achieve the health that you want and it still isn't working and you're still going off the rails anyway, why not try accepting yourself as you are in the space of just not being willing to commit to your health and see what happens? You can either not be committed truly, but then try to force yourself to do things and then sabotage yourself and do even worse things to yourself in the process of sabotaging yourself and have it still not work and be totally exhausted by all of that. Or you can own that you're not committed and you can stop exhausting yourself doing something that you ultimately don't care to do. Being honest with yourself in this way generally feels better than lying to yourself and saying, no, no, I am committed. Lying to yourself feels terrible. And like I said, you end up exhausting yourself. So again, just something to try on. 
And of course, if you need help with any of this, I have a program where I coach people through all of this. And if you are interested in learning more about that program and working with me, you can apply for a free mini session at the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. And I will talk to you next week. <laughs>